What's up, everybody? Peflin here, and welcome to episode 249, 249 of Ask Pat. I say it that way because I thought for a split second that this was episode two because this is the second slot in my brand new spreadsheet for Ask Pat in 2015 since it's January 2nd. But it's actually episode 249. So thank you so much for joining me today. As always, I'm here to help you by answering your online business questions five days a week. And today we have another great question today to finish off the week with Cassell. Now we've actually featured Cassell before in episode 233. And I don't want to limit people to just one question. I look at the questions and see if they're great. And then I feature them and then just see uh, this this one happens to be asked by somebody who's already asked a question that's been featured on the show. Now, I don't know if we're going to send her another T-shirt. I guess I'll ask her. Maybe she has a friend named Pat who would uh, benefit from having the shirt. But anyway, we'll we'll contact her afterwards and, and make sure she gets all set up if she wants another one. But before I get to her question, I do want to thank today's sponsor, which is aweber.com. It's one of the best sites out there to help you manage your email list and actually build the email list. This is the first company I've ever worked with and I'm, I'm still working with them years later to help me build my email list. You can put forms on your website, you can collect email addresses and then send out broadcast emails out to everybody at the same time. You could segment your lists to send emails to just a certain set of or group of people who have signed up for your email list and you can send autoresponder emails which i love the best that is a set of pre-written emails that you can send out over time based on when people subscribe and there's just fantastic ways to help promote items and promote old blog posts bring traffic back to your site and things like that so if you'd like to get hooked up you can try out aweber for one month for one dollar 30 days for one dollar go to aweber.com slash ask pat Sweet, now let's get to today's question from Cassell. Hi, Pat. This is Cassell from the scrapbookcampus.com. I have a few self-paced courses on my site, and I'm wondering what are the pros and cons of having the registration always open versus opening at certain times, but taking pre-registration the rest of the time. I can see that opening for a specific period might help in building some anticipation, crafting a launch and such, but at the same time, if a visitor comes in and is just looking for what I can offer, won't he look somewhere else in the meantime if the solution has to wait? Thanks, Pat. Hey, Cassell, thank you so much for the question, and I think this is fantastic because I know a lot of people are going to be starting their own courses this year. I know a lot of people have listened to some recent episodes of the Smart Passive Income podcast where I featured David Seitman Garland, which was all about how to build your own online course, and also Amy Porterfield, which is all about how to launch a course. Now, there are many different ways to launch and sell your own online course or anything, really, but... I love this question about open registration versus a registration window. And let's talk about those things really quick. So I think it's very common. You'll you'll notice a lot of this now where people have a certain window of time where people can purchase something. And then if you don't purchase within that certain time period, you miss out. You don't get to purchase it until it reopens. And this is good for a number of reasons because one, like you said, it builds anticipation and it has that sort of scarcity mindset. Oftentimes, along with those launches, You'll include certain bonuses or certain discounts that people can only get during those windows of time. And if they miss out, then then 
they're out of luck. And that's the big thing that plays on a very, very big thing in human nature, which is that fear of missing out. You want to be included, right? You want to be a part of the group. And uh, if you don't act now, you might miss out forever. And people hate that. And so that's the first benefit, I would say, for using this type of strategy. Another great uh, reason for doing this is because when you open registration and then close it, that gives you time to work with just those people who are in there who are taking that course to make it even better for the next time you release it. You might be able to collect some testimonials and you can shift your mindset from launch mode and selling mode to giving value mode to creating content for your course and things like that. And that'll that'll help you focus over time so that the next time you come out, it'll be even better and you're going to have more of an audience and you'll have people in the course to be able to provide testimonials and case studies for you as well. Now, another thing that you have to worry about, and this isn't a pro, this is a con. This is a reason you wouldn't want to do this, wi- this window of registration uh, because a lot of times you'll have to, you know, obviously in order to keep making money, you have to keep reopening and reselling and going through this launch process. And this launch process can take a lot out of you. There are a lot of people out there who get totally burned out after launch. They're up until the wee hours of the morning, making sure everything's working, the cart's working and all that stuff. You know, the the launch sequence can take a couple weeks sometimes. I know a few people who have recently launched courses that have that they're period of time uh, it was is, is scheduled out every single day and almost every single hour what they're doing what emails are being sent when social media posts are going out what videos are being seen and shown and when and what has to happen and when and, and it can get really tiring and so a lot of people burn out and that's one thing that can happen when you do these launches they're big deals they're big events in order to make them work really well you have to treat them like an event and that is that can you know wear you down but also it can wear your audience down as well if you have to keep it reopening your course in order to make money, your audience is going to feel that burn as well. And you can definitely burn out your list. There might be people on your list who find value from what you do. But every time you open your uh, course again, it just becomes, okay, here he goes again. And then they get into that mode where they they know you're obviously sort of in that, that window of selling something. But I wouldn't let that particular reason stop you because there are going to be some people who are going to be discouraged and taken aback by your selling processes. And, you know, if you really believe in what you're selling, you know it's going to help, then you have to sell, right? This is what Derek Halpern says. Like he doesn't sell very often, but when he sells, he sells because he knows that that's his time to really make an impact and help people out. And in order to convince people, he has to sell. And a lot of people aren't going to like that. But the people who do buy, you know, he treats them really, really well. He provides a ton of value and they get a lot out of his courses. And that's how you should approach it as well. So I wouldn't let a few naysayers and people who are going to tell you, oh, you seem like you're just selling all the time. Or here we go again with another one of your pitch fests. Like, don't worry about those people. Worry about the people who are going to want to spend time with you and spend money with you as well and always be providing value. Even if people don't end up purchasing, this is one of the big things with launch sequences that are happening now, these sort of Jeff Walker style three video series launch sequences. People can get a ton of value out of those as well. And I'm not saying that those things mask the pitch, but they help it. They don't mask it because they're not trying to cover up that there's a pitch coming. I think it's always obvious or typically it's always obvious that there's going to be a pitch at the end of a three video series but if you can provide a ton of value up front and get people excited reveal information without holding things back and then you have something to sell that goes beyond everything that you've already taught and especially if you're able to help people get results in those free pieces of content leading up to that launch and that pitch i mean you're you're good 
you're you're good. That that's what you want to do, and and that will help people who aren't ready to buy still feel like that you are there providing value for them. So I would keep that in mind. Now, having something open all the time, you know, you you can be a little less pushy because it's not this is the only time of the year you can get this type of feeling. You can have it. You can have a course that you have open all the time set up in an autoresponder sequence like with Aweber. You can have it set up in side blog posts and on your sidebar and always have those things uh, there forever going for you. And you can do things like split test conversions and do things that will help increase the amount of people coming into your uh, course. But there are some things to think about as well. There's less scarcity, right? They don't have the sort of short open window to get that. They're going to be able to get that at any time. So some people might think, wow, okay, well, I don't need this right now. It'll always be there. So maybe I can get it later. Now, with that said, there are some scarcity options you have for a course that's always open. You might be able to do seasonal or short time bonuses or discounts, which will help sort of incite those feelings of fear of that fear of missing out and exclusivity and and getting a deal at a certain period of time you definitely want to initiate those things every once in a while Um, if you have any specific ambassador groups or or special people on your brand that you know are very supportive of you you know you want you want to hook them up as well and maybe give them a discount uh, for course for your course as well and that will help drive sales for people who are on the fence and waiting just because they know they can always get something later Uh, so, so that's really cool Another thing you're going to notice, especially if you sort of dabble with both of these models, uh, is that when you launch something in a specific window, you're going to get a huge influx of income at that period of time, but then it's going to go away. In the case of having it open all the time, you're just going to see, um, you know, not quite as much of a spike unless you have these sort of discount moments or certain bonuses that come on at certain times of the year to help it along and to help with that scarcity. You're not going to see that you know, $50,000 weekend or that $300,000 weekend, depending on the price of your product and your audience, obviously. But when you have that that sort of closed window, a lot of people are going to rush, especially in the last few hours. I've, I've noticed this myself when I've had launches where things close up, like with a smart podcast player or with other things in the past. I would say, you know, 50% of the sales, 60% of the sales come within the last few hours because people are still deciding and that scarcity comes into play and people don't want to miss out. So keep that in mind. You're not going to see as uh, big of a spike when you have it open all the time, even if you do include some sort of scarcity or certain discount codes with a with a expiration date and things like that. Another thing that is Pretty cool and something that, that I can align with definitely is the fact that when you have something out there always for sale, you don't have to be as pushy. And I've sort of mentioned this already, but I want to reiterate it because you can have it there as something that you sort of indirectly promote all the time. You can, at certain parts of the year or even within your email autoresponder sequence, share success stories from students that you have in your course and have that be a way to indirectly promote your course as well. You could talk about a brand new thing that you cover in detail on your site, but then you could say in more detail in my course, we talk about this and go get into more depth and that and be able to help you out that way. So there's a lot of cool opportunities for you to be less pushy, but also include more opportunities for for sales throughout uh, the year and throughout people's experience through your site as well. And probably the biggest thing of all, uh, Cassell is with something that's open all the time. It, it's 
essentially on autopilot. Now, yes, obviously you want to keep track of things. You want to optimize and split test and do all the things you can to increase the amount of conversions into your course from your website or whatever um, branches of your brand that you have out there. But you don't need to worry about a specific time of the year when you have to do this massive launch and worry about burn. It's something there that's going to be always open uh, 24-7, 365 days a year. And uh, I think that's really cool. And to have that be something that can provide an income for you over time for a long-term period is is really cool to have. And so I would recommend experimenting with this. If you've tried one but not the other, why don't you try uh, one of the other ways as well? Or if you're coming out with a new course, you might want to try it in a new way and just experiment. Every audience responds differently and you have to and you, you have to try things out and, and see what works and see what doesn't. That's the best thing you can always do. Now, I will say before I finish up here, Cassell, that in episode 136 of the Smart Passive Income podcast, which I recommend everybody listen to, that's smartpassiveincome.com slash session 136. That was with David Simon Garland, who talked about how to build an online course that sells. And at the end, he talks about his strategy that he uses on his site, where people will download a free cheat sheet. And when they do that, they get into a, an autoresponder sequence with a series of emails that go out over time, which acts like a three-part video series, which provides value and then at the end pitches his course. But he uses a tool called Timerly to make sure that that person, when they subscribe, they only have an open window to act and purchase his course. Now, they will get repitched the course if they don't buy uh, that first time months down the road, but there is enough of a window there to have that scarcity feeling and that fear of missing out and that discount and the bonuses that go along with that. Now, that that's sort of a hybrid model because for an individual person, that is a closed sort of window or, or you know, there's only a period of time where people can act and purchase, but on the whole, it's just based on when people subscribe. So everybody can subscribe any day. It's just they go through that period and for them, it becomes that window, that time period where people can purchase. And so he's actually getting people to go through that process individually over time while still being able to build his list and have this thing open for him all the time. It's it's open for David all the time, but it's closed for the individuals at the end of that uh, video series. So something to explore, again, that tool was called Timerly that essentially allows you to put a countdown timer on a specific page uh, based on a number of different factors and, and literally close down something for a specific individual if that's how you want to treat them. And so uh, a lot of things to explore. If any of you out there listening have some advice for Cassell as well in regards to this idea of open enrollment versus closed enrollment and, and just short time periods are open all year, let me know and let us know by using the hashtag AskPat249 on Twitter. Again, that's hashtag AskPat249. Cassell, thank you so much for the question today. My assistant will contact you very soon because, uh, like I said in the beginning, we've already sent you a shirt. So hopefully you got there. If not, then we'd be happy to send you one. But we'll talk. If you need another one, we'd, we'd be happy to send it to you. For those of you listening, if you have a question you'd like potentially featured here on the show, all you have to do is head on over to askpat.com and you can ask right there on that page. And I also want to thank today's sponsor, which is Aweber. If you go to aweber.com slash askpat, you'll get hooked up with a 30-day trial of Aweber 
for $1. So you can start building your list, start seeing what it's like, and then start sending emails out. And one thing I like to do besides just collecting emails and setting autoresponder emails, which I have a whole series of about 35 to 40 emails, which allow me to keep in constant contact with my audience throughout the year so that when I send a broadcast email that's very timely, for example, for a promotion or something that's happening now, they are more likely to open it because they're used to opening my emails. But besides that, I love to use my email list to actually ask questions. One of my favorite questions is, hey, what would you like me to write a blog post about today? And that's in the fourth or fifth email in my autoresponder series. So every day I'm constantly getting replies from my target audience telling me exactly what I should be writing about so I don't have to think about that anymore. My own target audience is telling me. So again, if you want to try out AWeber and start building your list and utilizing that autoresponder and building a deeper relationship with your audience, go to aweber.com slash askpat. Thanks so much. And as always, I love to end with a quote. And today's quote is from Ronald Reagan. He says, my philosophy of life is that if we make up our mind what we are going to make of our lives, then work hard toward that goal. We never lose. Somehow, we always win out. Cheers, thanks so much, and I'll see you in the next episode of Ask Pat. If you have a sec, please leave a review on iTunes. I appreciate it.